I was sent this article from a friend of mine, and it's from albertbridgecapital.com, which I would assume is an investment firm of some sort. Mm -hmm. Sounds right. This story might make you cry, but I think it's the perfect way to lead into today's show. This is going to be an uncharacteristic departure for me. This story is deeply personal for our family and for our oldest son in particular, but it's a story he's letting me tell because it's a story he wants to hear. My son Max was born in Detroit in 1997. He spent the next summer in Hong Kong. When I was interning at Fidelity Investments and moved to London before he was two, when I accepted an offer to work for Fido there full-time. He was an amazing child and became an amazing young man, but he had his demons, and just before he turned 16 years old, these demons arrived with a vengeance. I will spare you the details, but for the next three years, he went through a personal hell. Imagine all the things you don't want to have happen to your teenager. They happened to him. For three years, my wife and I would wait on her front stoop until 5 a.m. in the shadow of the Albert Bridge, hoping that he would come home. On those nights that he didn't, we would call the hospitals and call the police, and sometimes the police would call us. We tried everything the parents try, and we were very lucky that we could afford to try just about everything, and we did. But none of it helped. The change in schools didn't help. The psychologists didn't help. The wilderness therapy didn't help. Our closest friends and extended family all waded in too, but nothing helped. Max didn't want to be here. He didn't feel a sense of belonging anywhere. His self-esteem was non-existent. The anxiety was paralyzing. He often contemplated ending it all, and only the thoughts of impact on his three younger siblings prevented him from doing so. It was a living hell for Max, and honestly, it was a living hell for us, too. There was nothing we could do about it. The most difficult thing for my wife and I to accept was that only Max could make the choices. It wasn't up to us. We couldn't save him. It was up to him if he was going to live or going to die. As one of my best friends told me at the time, only Max could choose to live. Just over two years ago, he realized that the scene in London was poisonous for him, and he asked if he could head out. He'd asked before, and we'd let him go to far-flung destinations, but the grass wasn't greener in any of them. And we didn't honestly expect anything to come of it this time, but told him that we'd pay for the flight because he really did need to get out of London, and there was almost no way things could get worse. He chose a destination a lot of us rudderless kids like to visit. It might as well have been Goa, Tulum, Kotoa, or Maui, but he chose Costa Rica. A friend of his, a good guy, was backpacking there and invited him to come to the hostel. I told Max we'd pay for the flight and the first week, but if he wanted to stay longer, he had to get a job and support himself. We honestly didn't know what to expect, but it felt like a last shot for him. He loved the first week there and indeed got a job working at one of the hostels parentheses in exchange for room and board but after the honeymoon was over and eventually the honeymoon is always over reality set in his anxiety set in and then his depression set in at the darkest point he almost called it and there was nothing we could do about it even if we weren't five thousand miles away there was nothing we could do about it but for some reason he decided not to max decided to stay in the game we later learned this reason He'd found an eight-week-old puppy roaming the streets of Santa Teresa. The dog had been abused, was eating scraps from trash heaps, and was terrified of people. But Max and the dog, which he named Chica, connected with each other. Max and Chica became inseparable. Max, who by then was 19 years old, started to realize he had something to offer. Chica needed help, and Max was there to provide it. Max started doing adult things like earning and saving money so that he could take Chica to the vet for checkups and vaccinations. And Chica started getting healthy. And Max started getting healthy. I could hear it in his voice when he would call. There was an excitement about life and the future that I hadn't heard since he was 14 years old. He was starting to get his groove back. On one of those phone calls, he said to me, Dad, I think I'm ready to leave Costa Rica. Then he continued, and while I miss you guys, I don't think I should come back to London. I want to go to somewhere where I won't be tempted by my old habits, but where I can feel at home and restart everything. He said somewhere like Georgia or Indiana. 
He said Georgia or Indiana because he was vaguely familiar with both. I grew up in Indiana and then moved to Atlanta, where I lived for several years and ultimately met my wife, Max's mom. I told him that either Georgia or Indiana would be a wonderful idea and that there were great people in both places. I mentioned that I would be comfortable knowing that my old buddies in the ATL would be around just in case he needed a backstop and that back in Indiana, he'd of course have his grandparents and uncle there for support as well. So he chose Indianapolis. My wife and the other kids flew over to help him get settled into a new apartment downtown and they even got to meet Chica. And before we knew it, Max was working a full-time job and not doing any of the bad stuff he used to do. He still had his demons, parentheses, these kids always have them. Heck, we all have them. They just learn to manage them. And things were by no means perfect yet, but he could work through the anxiety and work through the depression because he had responsibilities now. He had Chica. On his own in Costa Rica, Matt had figured out how to get Chica into the U.S. and convinced someone in American Airlines to let her fly on his lap because they wouldn't let dogs fly in the hold due to the heat. Therefore, after he and Chica settled into their little apartment downtown near the White River Canal, don't go in there, by the way, you'll get uh, fast-tracked to jail. <laughs> and each of them began the new life together. Max had saved Chica, and Chica had saved Max. One afternoon, three months later, when Max was walking Chica, she saw something she hadn't seen in Costa Rica. It was a squirrel. And before Max could stop her, Chica chased that squirrel straight out into Indiana Avenue, right in front of a speeding car. Jesus. The car ran over Chica. My son screamed. In that brief moment, everything that Max had worked for, everything he had overcome, everything he was living for, was gone. But the blow didn't kill the dog. The driver that hit her sped off and left Chica half dead and crying in the road, but the next car did stop. It was a young African-American kid. A young African-American kid who saw a young white kid on his knees in the middle of downtown Indianapolis. His name was Kenny. He opened his door, got out of his car, walked up to my son and said, hey, I got you. He then walked Max out to the middle of Indiana Avenue and they picked up a bloody Chica and loaded her into Kenny's car. Turns out that Kenny had just moved to Indiana and had grown up down in Georgia. He had been traveling around a bit and had recently lost a job up north. He subsequently found an offer for a temporary position down in Indianapolis and had just started work there. He was apprenticing at his new shop and was hoping to be made a permanent employee. Kenny was just 21. But none of that mattered to Kenny at that moment. What mattered to Kenny was Chica and my son, Max. So Kenny looked up a vet clinic on his phone and took Max and Chica there. The vet said without surgery, Chica would die. But the vet wasn't a surgeon and they needed to get somewhere else. Luckily, Kenny had stayed. Kenny was there by Max's side like a big brother. And this wonderful young man then took Max and Chica to another vet, one that could do the surgery. The vet did the surgery. It worked. Chica lived. Her pelvis was broken, but over the next six months, Max nursed her back to health. Without Kenny, none of this would have happened. Kenny even stayed in touch with Max afterwards. He would text and see how Chica was doing and how Max was doing. This last Thanksgiving, about one year since the incident, Kenny even got some tickets to go see the Colts play and asked Max if he would like to come and then took him out to dinner afterward. Max is doing great now. He's been working full time, got super healthy mentally, started running marathons, and is now on a good path. These were his choices. They had to be, and he did it. But it almost didn't turn out this way. Kenny made sure he stayed on that path. This guy, Kenny, I want to reach out and give him the biggest hug he ever got. I want to tell him that he is special. I want to thank him for saving Chica's life. I want to thank him for saving my son's life. Oh, and as a follow-up, we got some news about Kenny this past week. Some really good news. 
Kenny not only got that job offer, he just got a nice long contract along with it. Kenny Moore from Valdosta, Georgia, just signed a four-year contract with the Indianapolis Colts to be the highest paid slot cornerback in the NFL, a deal that is going to pay him at least $30 million over the next four years. Good things happen to good people. Kenny stayed in the game, too. Hey, that's pretty fun. Let's go. Yeah, I almost just cried. That's awesome. Like a chicken skin. That is, man. That is absolutely awesome. Good wow. for Kenny Moore, huh? Yeah, that's incredible. Good for Max. Good for Max. Good for Chica. Good for Kenny Moore. What an incredible story. Congrats mm. to the Colts, by the way, signing a great guy. Yeah. Could have gave him 200 bucks and said good luck, but no, he gave him his time. Saved the dog. Love that. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Haven't heard that story really talked about in many places. That's amazing. Hey, good for Kenny Moore, man. Mm -hmm. Good guys do finish first. Mm -hmm. Just might take some time. Well, Shout out Kenny Moore. Hello, it is Tuesday, June 18th, and we have a heater on deck for you. Get an inside look at Jim Irsay's 60th birthday party held at his mansion this past weekend. All thanks to our friend at Hey Gorman. Gorman, it was a blast. Great time. There may or may not be half of a legendary band there. <laughs> Over a million dollars spent on this party. You're going to want to hear about it. Also, I'm in the middle of a war. <laughs> yes. With a very unlikely opponent, but I'm ready to battle. We talk about a lot of things today. You're going to love it, and you're also going to love your experience with our friends at SeatGeek, the greatest ticket-buying app on planet Earth and the, the moon. moon. Yeah. Each day that passes. Okay. I don't like to get serious on this show. Each day that passes, though, my theory of aliens living inside the moon and inside of Mars is coming to fruition and to fruition and to fruition by actual scientists who've been to school for 20-some years each. There's somebody inside the moon. There's something inside the moon. And scientists are saying, ain't that right, Nick? That's right. And if they were to use a ticket-buying ticket app, they would use SeatGeek because SeatGeek mm. scans all the other ticket-buying yeah. platforms to make sure you're getting the best bang for your buck. The ticket that you buy is the ticket that you get they don't catfish you nope. there ain't no lying nope. and they got the best prices available SeatGeek takes care of you because they're your friends they're oh your, yeah they're your ticket friends yes. great way to put it good people and although basketball is done shout out to the toronto raptors for having an incredible parade up there in canada i think the entire shout country up. showed up they said two and a half million people were flocking the streets of toronto to party with Kawhi and lowry and the boys up there the tickets are still there for any other live event you want to go to a concert seeky got your back you want to go to a baseball game? SeatGeek got your back. You want to go to a play? SeatGeek got your back. You want to go to a stand-up comedy show? SeatGeek got your back. SeatGeek is the greatest in ticket buying because it's convenient, it's cheap, and right now if you use promo code PAT, you get $10 off your first order. Promo code MAC if you get $20 off your first order. Let's use a little self-awareness. If we're rich, let's use promo code PAT, get $10 off. If we're not rich yet... Use McAfee get $20 off your first order. Shout out SeatGeek. Shout out to you. Let's get into this show. Boys, I found something this weekend that has completely changed my life. Talk to me. Go on. This morning, okay, this morning, if you're listening, it's Tuesday, yesterday morning, I was on a cycle, cycling yeah, yeah. bike thing, a oh, stationary yeah. bike thing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in 144 degree temperature. Wow. Oh, my God. 
my lady has found this gem of a workout place. It's Hot Sauna Workout Places. Wow. The place is called Hot Works with an X. Great name. Mm. Great, great name. Nice. Great name. It's a 24-hour place, and there isn't always people working. I've been there three times over the weekend. Oh, haven't oh, paid oh. yet because there hasn't been a person. <laughs> <laughs> a boy. <laughs> Even better. I'm addicted you to this thing. Walk now. right in? Oh, walk right Well, Sam has this app that unlocks the oh, door. Okay. Oh, okay, sweet. Okay. It's like a special member. She's been going there for like a month and a half. She paid a lot of money for a membership <laughs> to this place. Blew my mind how expensive it was <laughs> but she's been sticking with it and consistent with it i i got a chance to go with her and i love it you're in there for 12 minutes for a workout this sounds like an ad reform it's not it's changed my life completely though in three days you go in there for 12 minutes they even talk they, they have like a video in front of you that takes you through the workout there's a row machine there's a yoga sauna there's a pilates sauna there's a cycling all sauna. hot right all hot hot 144 hot 126 to Ooh. 144 you set the temperature yourself you go in there there's a TV screen right in front of you, and they take you through an entire workout. And the instructors, badasses, by the way, <laughs> they don't even break a fucking sweat in there. They don't even breathe hard. They got the little, the little pop music star headphone no. thing on the oh, side of the that. face. Oh yeah, drive through. Baby, one yeah. more time. Yeah, exactly. The Britney Spears headset. That's I think she started it. Yep. And they even say to you like, more burn, less time. So they're like literally talking to me in the middle of the workout, like, hey. This isn't going to be long, and you're going to get more of a workout than you get anywhere else. I'm like, you know what? Hey, old lady, you're fucking scratching me where I itch, yeah. lady. You sweat as soon as you get in there, so you feel like you're really doing something. I got two 15-minute workouts this morning. I feel like I ran a marathon. It is awesome. How's the row machine in there? Because that works everything, right? Yeah, the row machine was insane. Uh, Honestly, so two 15, so you could do, can you do four 15-minute workouts? Yeah, you can just bounce around in there. They have well, how long until they say, like, hey, you're going to die if you do one more workout? Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't read the rules. Literally no <laughs> human beings there, right? Just just the people that are going to work out. I think there's certain hours where they have humans yeah. there, but normally it's just wide, it's just a string of, like, there's five saunas on your right and then five Big on the saunas left. saunas then, right? Uh, they, they, oh, so you're packed in there. It's kind of tight. So is there, like, there. one rowing machine? machine persona two rowing machines in there but nobody else joins you you're in there by yourself it's a bit too tight and for me on the cycle machine whenever the lady tells me to stand up and really push and i go lady i can't i actually have full conversations with this tv (laughs) she's like do you have any more in you and i'm like "Hmm, uh, to be honest no (laughs) i I don't lady she's like stand up and give me what you got and i like stood up the first time almost put my head through the fucking roof (laughs) they're taking they speak to women though yeah, and I'm not yeah, sure how many dudes are supposed to be in there. Like, come on, ladies, you can finish. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we can. <laughs> have you weighed yourself pre and post workout yet to see how much you sweat out? Yeah, I thought I, I lost eight pounds the first time I went. Oh boy, so in I lost, 15 wow. minutes. Yeah, 12 minutes are the workouts. I, I lost eight pounds, but I go though. Like right. I yeah. go. I, Sam and I were in uh, the cycling room together. And I think she got to watch how I would work out versus mm. how she works out. Like she does relax on. I am gonna if I am told that in twelve minutes I'm gonna get more of a workout than people will in two hours. I am gonna try to kill myself yeah. in those twelve. Yeah. If I know all I got to be in here for is twelve minutes, yeah. I can kill myself for twelve minutes. It's a good point. You've got a finish line when you're working out. Things become a yes. lot easier. Oh, yeah. That's if I was to talk to the Hot Works creator right. directly. <laughs> 
put a clock on the lower right corner of that yes. fucking TV, oh, there please. Love that. No, there isn't. Oh, there needs to be. Oh, my God. You're telling me. Is I, it one on the bike? <laughs> no, there's nothing on that. You're, the only thing you're living off of is this TV with this lady who's oh, yelling like at you. That. I don't like that. No, so I go in there. The first one, Sam's doing yoga across the street in her little sauna. <laughs> I get into the cycling one with mine. And this lady's like, give me all you got, like four minutes in. And I'm like, well, I need to know how much longer we got <laughs> to tell you how much all I got is I got. So all I would ask is that they put a little countdown clock on the lower corner. But once I found out that it's 12 minutes, I was like, oh, okay. So then the next time I went in there, I just murdered yeah. myself. Just absolutely give me all you got. You got it, lady. <laughs> and then she starts yelling at you while you're giving all you got. Give me more. I'm like, you fucking said. You said give me all you got. I did what you said. Now you're asking for more, lady. What was uh, the water situation? You had to bring cold-ass water? Or- uh, I brought my own bottle. And I put it in there, and it's, it's an in, it's an infrared sauna, so it cooks from the inside oh, out. Gotcha, nice. yeah. But the water stays cold somehow. Because I, I, really? I think it's only Good twelve bottle. minutes. Good. It's smart water, not that great. Like, you bring a towel, or they they supply towels. Uh, no towel, but you definitely have to spray the thing down afterwards. Yeah. You got a shower there? I'm dr- there is a shower there. I haven't used it yet, though. I hop in a car. Go. I back. love a good gym shower. I I've never used one. Really? I've never used a public gym shower, mostly because everywhere I've ever been, everywhere I've ever worked had its own shower. So I have used those showers. It takes me back to the old days of the the locker room. Let me ask you something on that. I think it's a private shower, but I think it's single showers. Well, yeah, even way. Guys, not to you because you haven't used it. Like a prison shower is what you're thinking of? Yeah, yeah. that's what you prefer. (laughs) (laughs) Takes me back to the good old days. Guys, I'm addicted to this place. Just give me 60 dicks in one shower. Hey, guys, let's rip these stalls down. What do you say? Come on. You were. So you wearing shower sandals at a public? Yes. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody is on that staff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want that athlete's foot. Yeah. I. You know. I. Ringworm. I wore them in every locker room I'd ever been in. Smart. Smart. Yeah. But I saw a lot of guys that didn't, and I often wondered, like, mm. what do we? Oh, why? Tampa why Bay not? Bucks got yeah. Mercer so they got Mercer down there. Oh, uh, the kicker down there, Lawrence Tynes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back to that place tonight, though. I honestly, Do this? I I fucking love it. Well, twelve, 12 minutes in and out. Because you walk in there, right, and you're like, I can do anything for twelve minutes. Yeah, that is honestly how I feel. I I can do absolutely anything for twelve. Anything I can handle for twelve minutes. And you go in there, and once you, before you even know it, you're on like your fourth interval, and you're like, all right, I'm almost done with this thing. I'm like, Sam's got this thing down. My lady loves this place. I'm like, I get it. I absolutely get it. But I have not paid a single dollar. <laughs> Especially because there's something well, about working did. out when you're sweating like that. You just feel really good, so you yeah. just keep going. And as soon as you get in there, you start to sweat because it's 144 <laughs> fucking degrees. Why go in the steam room of the sauna? I, I might open up wet works. Me. <laughs> Ooh. Steam room a work. steam room workout. Steam room workout. Going to be tough to see the screen. I love goggles. I get. I thought. Believe me. While I was in there, as soon as I was done, I was sitting outside. They have a yeah. little bench outside. Each little sauna. You sit outside, and I'm dying or whatever. And immediately, the first thing I can think of is. I mean, there's no real upkeep. You just got to buy a bunch of songs. <laughs> it's a fucking TV. I'm oh, gonna, yeah. I'm going to make a steam him. Steam him. <laughs> and just make a fucking one of yeah. these, but for dudes. Put a boxing bag in there. And then oh. I check. These things are in every single state, basically. And they should be. This is, uh, when I say, I don't give a lot of free love to no, a lot of don't. people that I don't think are doing it right. This sauna workout thing is doing it. It scratches me directly where I itch. That right there is worth free admission for yeah. a year. I'm right a, there. I'm addicted, though. I'm, I'm going to go back tonight. I'm telling you. I love it. Sorry for interrupting this incredible conversation. Every time I do it, I feel bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
because one of the boys in here or myself are about to get on a rant that you're not going to want to miss. But I do have to tell you about something very important, not only to you, but to a lady in your life. Most guys have tried different ways to last longer in the sack, but thinking about baseball doesn't always work. Nope. The folks at Roman, an online men's health company, are changing the game with Roman Swipes, the secret to longer-lasting, better sex. Tell you what, earlier you were talking about, I think earlier you were talking about stuff, you could do anything for 12 minutes. I'll tell you something I can't do for 12 minutes until I found this company. That's right. Thanks to Roman Swipes, digs can last an entire workout. Roman Swipes are a clinically proven way to last longer in the sack. They're effective, easy to use, fast acting, and doctor recommended, but don't require a prescription. Roman can ship swipes to you in discreet, unmarked packaging, and each swipes packet is small enough to hide in your wallet for whenever you need it. Mm -hmm. Swipes are great. They will not transfer to your partner, so you can last longer without worrying about your partner in the sack. Don't worry Mm. about it. You should worry about her. Yeah. By lasting longer Mm -hmm. in the bed. They're super easy to use. Just take the swipes out of the packet, apply, let it dry, and you're good to go. That's it. Keep Roman swipes in your back pocket for longer, better sex, and get yours fast with free two-day shipping by visiting GetRoman.com forward slash USA. That's G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com forward slash USA. Put on a show in the sack. If you could change one thing, though, what would you change? The clock on the fucking screen. If they could tell me how much time I had left... So then I know like how hard I'm actually supposed to it give. It changes everything. Yes. You can see that clock. I need the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Yes. I need to know that I'm only going to die for four minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. And you, I, you can I, do it. Yeah. yeah I need well, you put your know. phone up on the thing at the stopwatch. Oh, by the way, I put my phone in there one time. That thing was hot. Oh, yeah. That's all I get. That thing was hot. can't be hot. good for your phone, I don't think. I put it in there every single time. I keep forgetting that's the fucking surface of the sun in there. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they have... They have a sensor on the floor for when people fall. <laughs> it's, it's, a bunch of yeah, it's like, a, it's like the help me, I've fallen and I can't get up there. That happens. I worked at the uh, the old racket club, Club for Life in, in uh, Monroeville. Pennsylvania. Uh, yep, in high school. And a uh, lady died in the sauna the one day we were working. Oh, that happens. People, people die in saunas. You got blood on your hands, bro. No, 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 we called the ambulance. Hey, OJ. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> she, she we will old. talk about OJ later. <laughs> that get, dives into an interesting. But I just want to let, I'm a whole new guy now. I love these workouts. The thought that you can knock it out in 12 minutes, it's just. Hey, great. and the thought, like you said, they're in every state. You're a guy who uh, travels a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And I think. I think if you're, it's like a yeah, club definitely. membership where right. you can kind of go around and right. do your thing. Belong to one, belong to all. You yeah. give me a free app code, I'm in. <laughs> I don't. So I just press the button for all of us to get in. Do you wow. have to do the arm things too? Is it like spin class? So they make you back, right, left, back. What do you mean? Like move your arms and. Oh yeah, yeah. Whenever you while do, you're on the bike, when you're yeah. on the bike, yeah, like left hand yeah. and then this thing, and then the one lady today, I, I mean, she was on some real shit. I, I, don't, I don't know how she was doing it. It was like stand up. I was stand up on medium uh, tension. It's it controls by a click. You click it. You yeah, click yeah. it, right? You click it. And she's like, find your setting or whatever. They're like, find your medium. And I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck it is. The class has already started. I don't, have, <laughs> I don't have time. So I just turn it and I just kind of guesstimate. And then she starts talking shit like, uh, sometimes it feels as if she's talking directly to me. If you're thinking it's too easy for you, and it, at that exact moment, I'm like, this feels pretty good. And she's like, turn it up another notch. I'm like, bitch, get out of my, get out of my head, lady. So I would turn it up. It was no hands. And then she asked you to go up 
up and then like a push up back on the thing and then up up oh, yeah. and I almost fell off the fucking butt. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how we do this. I'm like trying to watch her and sink it. It was awesome though. I love, I'm a whole new man. Honestly. They should have that. They should have listen. They should have a live person that you can watch and do your workout scattered anywhere in a warehouse anywhere across America, but oh, that is just with you. Mm-hmm. That, and you go into Hotworks and you're like, and so you're like, Peloton has live classes. Peloton yeah. has that. I would assume Hotworks Something is going like to do that at some point. But but a guy that's going, I am about to kill you. Get yeah. on the bike now. OJ. And why are you wearing that? You look like a jerk today. We'll you know, talk like about that. OJ later. Uh, it's <laughs> a couple of OJ references here early. <laughs> a lot of murder talk. But it's completely changed my life, man. One it, last question about awesome. it real quick. Yeah, uh, do you feel super flexible with all the heat? Uh, it warms you up for sure. Limber. I've never felt limber in my life though. Like that is not something <laughs> I've, I have ever felt in when my life. When we say limber, is that tight? Limber is loose. Oh. Limber is like loose. Okay. Limber is you feel. I was about wood. That's, well, that's lumber. That's lumber. Mm-hmm. Close. I was he was, sleep. He was, was thinking sleep. timber. Timber also when yeah. something falls. Right. So when it's, when it's that high, is the science behind that is uh, on top of the sweating and losing water weight, is it also like you can push your muscles farther? That's, I don't. Yeah. Joe Rogan has been doing yes. this heavy. He's been like almost researching and testing himself. He said, "I've been watching him on Instagram." He said that it's better for everything inside of you at that at that extreme temperature. Everything's better for you. Your muscles, I guess, grow faster. Recovery's good. I guess your uh, immune system gets strengthened in it all. I guess really? it's every, Joe Rogan saying, and that guy doesn't. Lie. He breaks. Well, I think down. it also increases your core temperature, so you continue to burn calories. Even after the workout's done. Great. Mm. Hey, great call there because the lady, they tell me to wear them. At Fit Dicks. Yeah, they, at Fit Dicks. (laughs) They tell me to keep my fitness tracker on an hour after I leave to see the actual caloric work that I've done because it continues to cook you afterwards. It's like pulling a steak out on a skillet out of the oven. Even when it's out of the oven, it's still going to cook. It's it's like that thing at the Mexican restaurants that cooks out in front of you. Yeah, skillet. Yeah. Yeah, but what's that thing called? Get yourself a nice um, well, like a cast iron. Uh, yeah, but what's yeah. the skill? Oh, the fajita. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I am the fajita at this hot works. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not too, lot, not too far from your house. Uh, it's like a ten minute drive. That's not so bad. not it's too far. Yeah. Not a lot of dudes. Though. I was just, just one. Say, right? That's got to be the only gym in Indianapolis you can go to without getting recognized. Well, I've been. It's got to be. No, I've. It's already. I mean, there <laughs> oh, was. It's, it's too late. Yeah, there was. Uh, <laughs> there was a couple of people standing outside my sauna. Okay. I came out after getting yelled at at that lady, and it was like, oh, we thought it was you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, lady, I just got yelled at a lady. Just give me like three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I heard uh, there was a couple there in the back. The only other guy I've seen in that place in the back and I heard them talking about asking me for a picture and I couldn't even pick up my fucking head at the time. <laughs> just come over and just couldn't let's go. How red <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even. Oh, dude. Yeah, I'm red to begin with. Hurry up before I puke. <laughs> it's awesome though. I love it. I'm a big fan, man. I'm a big fan. I think more people should be doing it. I, I, I don't want to market it too much because it's nice to have a sauna to yourself, but yeah. it was awesome. I'm thinking about going back tonight. Honestly, I'm thinking about going back because I think in like a week I could potentially lose twenty to thirty sure. pounds. Probably, yeah. I really feel I like I could it. do it. I feel like I can get all the fat out of me, and if I had any vitamins in me, I feel like I could get that out of me <laughs> yeah. very quickly. The fajitas getting rid of the marijuana—it's <laughs> an amazing thing. So, shout out to Hot Works. I really appreciate what you've done for my body, my lady, and our relationship. There you go. I sat in on a Pilates uh, sauna there for like ten minutes this morning. I can't do any of it. I don't know how they do it. No, it's, Pilates is rough. 
Yeah, they sit there. Like Sam sat there. I, I was very impressed with what she was doing because Sam, I don't think athlete is the best way to describe Sam, right? She, the sports is what she calls it when we're watching. Something, <laughs> right? She was sitting on her butt, had her legs crossed up in the air, straight up, visa. straight up in the air, like a forty-five degree yeah. angle or whatever, and then her. Her upper body was uh, matching it on the other side. Yeah. And then she had her hands directly behind her. And she was just sitting there for like a minute and a half. And I was like, how the fuck are you? And I just wanted to rock her like a teeter-totter. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't do it. I just got up and left. I said, I'm leaving. I can't. This one ain't for me. Uh, I'm going to go row the fucking that, shit out of that one right down there. <laughs> Yoga's hard. Yoga's hard, too. I don't understand why, but it is. I mean, if you're not flexible, yoga is very yeah, difficult. I'm very not flexible. Me neither, man. I think that's something I got to work on. But the rowing, I didn't know how much it does with your oh, back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I was so tired from the cycling. I went into the rowing, so my legs were dead. So I was using more of my arms, mm -hmm. and they had like different settings on the rowing thing. So like it was a high one, a wide one, and then a bottom one for the biceps at one point. I mean, it was a full in twelve minutes. My entire upper body was worked. I was like, dude, those rowers, they're they're V's. I mean, their backs are almost like wings, yeah. like flying squirrels. Or <laughs> all those places, yeah. all those like different like places like that, like Orange Theory, that place, Hot Pure Bar. They, they all have fucking rowing machines because they're all supposed to be incredible for you. I absolutely loved it. I'm gonna go back something happened this weekend that i didn't love i was personally attacked by the usga this weekend slapped come on personally assaulted mm -hmm. the usga hosted the us open which by the way pebble pebble beach beautiful place oh, yeah. beautiful oh, yeah. jim nance lives right down the road by the way i didn't oh. know that joe bought wow. made the bird call <laughs> <laughs> Jim Nance walked down, had a triple collar on, looked clean, looked clean. Him and Jim or Joe Buck in the thing with the other guy was a beautiful moment. Watching Gary Woodland dominate all weekend, especially on Father's Day after losing his son, I believe, a couple years daughter. ago. Daughter. Yep. Daughter a couple years ago was awesome to see. Brooks Kepka was charging. The tournament was great. Tiger Woods stumbled out the blocks a couple times, never really could find the rhythm, but he put on a little bit of a show. Mm -hmm. The U.S. Open was uh a treat, to be honest. I liked it more than the Masters, by the way. I liked it more than the Masters. Really? Yeah, because it was do. it was literally three straight days of doing nothing but laying there and watching <laughs> until ten o'clock, which at twelve well, yeah, to ten, yeah, yeah. it was awesome. It was absolutely incredible. Now, granted, here in Indiana on Saturday, when a lot of things were happening, there was a tornado watch, mm -hmm. so I had to deal with. The split screen with the local weather guy, local <laughs> weather person telling me that there's a potential tornado. It didn't come, by the way. 77 miles away from here. Yeah. And, and you know what? I respect the meteorologists and the weather people taking advantage of all their time they can get on TV whenever they can interrupt. And I'm not a guy that sends hate tweets towards them to be like, hey, we're fucking. They were recapping potential storms that happened hours ago. <laughs> they were like, this is at 6:20. This almost happened. We're at 8:20. I'm like, hey, come on, let's get back to the show. Neither here nor there. Watching it all day though, it was awesome. It was magical. I enjoyed it a lot. And on Friday, a moment happened that I was like, I love this. Probably the most relatable thing I've ever seen a professional golfer do in some time. Aside from duff it to the complete opposite side of the uh, fairway, which did happen mm -hmm. because of the way Pebble Beach was set up by the USGA. Mm -hmm. Patty Reed, you either love him or you hate him. A lot of people fall in the ladder of mm -hmm. those two. A lot of people I learned. A lot of people. Snaps his wedge over his thigh, carbon fiber, graphite, whatever the fuck it is, to the thigh after duffing a chip. 
in my head, I was like, that looks like me out there. <laughs> that looks like the people of Twitter out there. Yes. So I made a nice video of it, having a good time with it, because at that point, I was eight hours into watching this thing. I had invested into this tournament. I was a rating for these people. And I wanted other people who weren't watching it to be like, hey, this is what you're missing. You're missing elite humans looking like average humans. You're missing professional golfers looking like amateur golfers. You're missing the greatest golf course probably in America beating the hell out of professional golfers. <laughs> it was a good video too. 31 seconds long. Perfectly timed. Everything was great. As I was speaking, I was like, this is going to be a good video. <laughs> I put it out on the internet for the world to see on the Twitter. I would like to say this. The video that I put out was shot by me. Mm -hmm. It was. Edited by me. Mm -hmm. Commentated by me. Posted by me. That thing gets 5,999 retweets in 24 hours. The internet's saying, this is an incredible way to watch golf. Many people were saying, if Pat McAfee was commentating golf, I'd watch golf more. Golf Whoa. is a gentleman's sport. I would never want to throw myself <laughs> and my energy into golf. I'm just telling you what other people on the internet were saying. Then I wake up Sunday morning looking to send Block Dad a Father's Day tribute tweet that I do every single Father's Day and every single birthday of his. A nice thank you, Dad. I love you, man. To my 1.52 million followers that I have accrued tweet by tweet, character by character, even in the face of adversity and fines, I continue to tweet to grow that number all the way up that it can get to. What do I find? Much to my shock and surprise, I was locked out of my own Twitter account. Wow. <laughs> this had never happened before in my entire life. Been on there like eight years, couldn't even get in. Then I checked my email and all of a sudden I've been hit with a boom, DMCA. Ugh. Excuse me, I said. Must have been the Game of Thrones video. <laughs> Must have been the Game of Thrones video, I thought. It finally caught up to us. We had been talking about that one uh -huh. probably getting me because it was the Game of Thrones right. and it was a Warner Brothers song. <laughs> so that one was one that we thought was potentially going to kick me off of Twitter forever because this has never happened to me before. I'd never gotten a strike before, a DMCA thing. But we were willing to roll the dice because we were Game of Thrones influencers. Yep. And it deserved the thank you with all the negativity so we put that video out. I woke up Father's Day morning like, it got us. <laughs> Somehow it made its way over to the throne land, and they saw it and they hated us. Much to my surprise, no, no. It was the USGA. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Locked my Twitter account due to copyright infringement, wow. due to broadcasting Patty Reed, snapping his wedge. I could not... Send a happy Father's Day to the 1.5 million and million followers of mine. Because a lady, I won't say her name, I did in my original tweet, <laughs> and the army of humans started digging into who this lady was, and I didn't like the way it was going. I actually deleted it. Because a social media coordinator for the USGA 
filed a DMCA copyright strike against me, tried to get me kicked off of Twitter, tried to get me banned from the only platform I've ever been good at. I'm suck at Instagram. I have no idea what the YouTube is. Facebook <laughs> couldn't even guess, but Twitter, that's my motherfucking jam. And this USGA lady from New Jersey, I know a lot more about you than you think, lady. <laughs> Try to get me banned from Twitter. It was one of my best videos of all time. Mm -hmm. She even dug her heels in deep into the Pebble Beach fairway or into the rough and got it kicked off of Instagram, too. <laughs> Whoa. So I say this. There are other humans out there that are actually using my video, muted, to talk over and to put onto their profiles and onto their platforms. There are other people with the Patty Reed video out there. They have nowhere near the amount of action or views as mine. So I say this, USGA, I'm close to taking you to court because I can argue that it wasn't Pat Reed busting the wedge over his thigh that made people want to see it because other people have used the video and it's nowhere near the action that I got. <laughs> I would say that because it was a Pat McAfee production shot by me, edited by me, commentated by me. That is why the video was doing so well. That is why I own the video, and I give you a copyright infringement for trying to kick me off the internet for my Whoa. fucking video, USG. Let's go. Amen. Amen. I was sitting in the shower this morning, letting the water hit my face, and all I could think about was me in a courtroom, probably wearing jorts and sleeveless, no disrespect on her. This is just how it goes. Representing the entire internet against the old curmudgeon USGA stating that that was not your fucking video that you tried to kick me off the internet. This was mine, judge. And I would hope that the judge understands the internet and I would hope that the USGA would understand that this was a personal attack against me. I don't know why. I don't know. You know who has videos of this up. Mm -hmm. Numerous humans have this video up. I, like I said earlier, people are actually ripping my video and putting their own voice over it still on the internet. And just because it isn't as entertaining or as funny or as good doesn't mean that I should just get personally attacked by you fucking bums. You put on a great tournament. I watched every fucking hour of it, every single stroke, every single word by the talented Joe Buck who gets... Too much hate, by the way. Way too many too people bash mm -hmm. Joe Buck. I think he's a talented guy. I like Joe Buck. But I want the USGA to know that I am still figuring out whether or not I want to wage war with you. And if I do, it's not good for you. And that little social media coordinator, it's even worse for you. I'd like to let you know that. Just because you suck at social media, just because my video is bigger than any video you motherfuckers put out from the U.S. Open, doesn't mean you should attack me. And that's all I have to say about that. Mm. Let's go. Let's go. We interrupt this conversation to let you know that there is a new gym short in time. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Gym shorts have always had this issue. They're either too long and baggy, uncomfortable, ride up too much, don't fit that great. And then a company came around and said, you know what? We're going to fix this problem. Stat. Oh, that's awesome. 
Bird Dogs. Oh, really? Bird, Bird dogs. dogs are gym shorts with a built-in silky soft inner liner that makes underwear obsolete. Oh, that. Great word. Mm-hmm. It is finally short season, which means it's Bird Dogs season. It literally feels like I'm wearing nothing, like I'm walking around naked. But I look damn good with these bird dogs rocking around my thighs. Oh, that's the dream. baby. You can wear them in the water. They dry faster than a bathing suit. You can wear them on the street. They look better than a bathing what? suit. Go to birddogs.com, enter promo code AMERICA, and they'll throw in a pair of nunchucks as well. Shut up. What? Yep, you heard that, right? <laughs> nunchucks. They'll give you an actual weapon along with your pair of bird dogs. <laughs> nice. Sold. That's Sold. birddogs.com, promo code AMERICA, and boom, a free pair of nunchucks with your pair of bird dogs. You will not take these things off, I promise you. So not only are they the most comfortable pair of shorts that you'll put on, you also get a pair of nunchucks. Birddogs.com. Promo code America. What's the greatest country on earth? America. What's the greatest weapon on earth? Nunchucks. What are the greatest shorts on earth? Bird dogs. Put them all together. Birddogs.com. Promo code America. Get yourself a pair of nunchucks. Get yourself a pair of gym shorts. Ty just went to the bathroom mid-read. Had no idea. You get a free pair of nunchucks. Say what? (laughs) Birddogs.com. Promo code America. Great pair of shorts and nunchucks. I knew I was going to get got some. <laughs> I knew it. I knew I was going to get got some. There's someday. two old white organizations Jeez. that you're not allowed to even sniff at putting their fucking videos on the internet, and it's the PGA and it's the MLB, and that's why they're both fucking dying. But it's the USGA. I don't think it's a PGA. Those it's are two a, different entities. Well, right? No, I mean, they, it, it, it's one and the same. I mean, it's but, golf. But I would like to know why they're personally attacking me because there are punks. there are other people with the video. Like I said, people are using my video in mm-hmm. repurposing it, mm-hmm. and it's out there, and they're not getting it. Theirs didn't go big enough for them to see. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that didn't, didn't cross their be. path. But you bought that coverage, and I think you should be able to do with that what you do. Do you pay a, 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 a cable? Too or, much. Direct TV. So if you didn't have that, would you be able to watch a tournament? Too much. You pay for it. Well, and also, I shot the video. If I ripped the video, yeah. like there's a Clip It app. Where you can clip and just pull the videos, which a lot of people do. I don't do it. I put in the hours. I watch the shit that I make videos of. But personally, because I think that rawness of it, the POVness of it, makes it better. Mm-hmm. And I think I like to zoom in on the things that I see. So that video is technically mine. Mm-hmm. And I very much am thinking about fighting it and contesting it. Well, did you, did I you, went back and looked at it. Like They didn't have like the Pebble Beach insignia or the USGA insignia on there or anything like nothing. that, did they? Yeah, so... Nothing. I mean, you could argue that all you were doing is drawing more eyes to their yes, product. Right. That's the whole thing. Ty, they don't get. Ty, that, that would be too much common sense. Ty. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> what about Patrick Reed? Maybe what? he's a follower. He saw it after a shitty round and said, get this guy off the court. <laughs> no, I wouldn't put it past the guy like that. That's what I'm saying. I mean... I have said some things about Patrick Reed in the past, too. <laughs> so maybe I am public enemy number one for Patrick Reed. But the fact that other people have that video out there is my issue because this was actually a personal attack and I don't appreciate it because I like to have a good time on the Twitter. I think I'm one of the most positive humans on the internet. Honestly, it'd be very easy just to slam everybody and cut everybody down. I choose not to do that. I I, I like the internet to be a happy place. I think the internet gets such a bad rap by too much negative bullshit. Now, granted, is there a place for everything? I think so. Like some of the negative stuff I laugh at and I think the internet is the kind of the last place of freedom of speech almost. People say stand-up comedy is 
I think the internet is as well. Yeah, but trying to get me kicked off of Twitter for Outrageous. that? Come on. And I said this, some kid. This is why I had to take the original tweet down. People were finding the social media coordinator for the USGA and going after her, which it wasn't her fault. She was obviously told to do it. But all I'm saying is just send me a tweet saying, hey, can you take this down? I would take it down. And so, trying to get me kicked off of Twitter for True. it? I mean, yeah. that's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. So by you contesting this, do you like to actually have to go to a court case? I hope so, man. <laughs> like Twitter court? I hope so, man. <laughs> send me in there. Fucking Jack sitting up on the throne. <laughs> What's up, bro? You know what we're here for. I do it. I woke up Sunday morning and I and I was I always go to your page in the morning uh, to see if I missed anything. Because sometimes I'm up late and I find some things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I always like to retweet it from the Heartland Radio account. Appreciate that. And then the... Uh, Diggs I go, runs the Heartland Radio account, by the way. And oh. then the uh, I went to that video and the um, media could not be played. And I was like, oh, I know something's up. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know they were coming after the whole account, though. Right. I thought it was just a single... Because I have personally have gotten single... Tweet DMCA's or whatever. Which oh, they, they take, locked my whole account. Which they take just the tweet down. Yeah, that's the weird part. Yeah. Usually you just get like a strike or something, but the fact they locked your account. Is locked my entire account. Twitter jail. What does that mean, though? So you open the app, there's nothing there? No, it's just like you have Can't, to go through yeah. these steps and do this whole thing. Probation. It's, yeah, it's like probation. It really is. <laughs> How long were you on probation? Uh, I was only like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still enough for me to be dramatic. Sure. Because, sure. I mean, I know it, and I know it's definitely because of the size and because they saw it, because I ripped. I used the Clip It app, and I ripped a video straight from their fucking broadcast See, I and think, put it out there. See, that's what I... Because no one saw it. Nobody cared. But I don't do that, though. Like, yeah. I make the video myself. I honestly feel, and I could be very wrong, I have gone to zero law classes. Zero. <laughs> I honestly feel like I could contest that I own that video. That that video was created by me, and the reason why it was successful is because I created it. I didn't use their commentating. I didn't even use their video shot. They were just technically a picture, I guess, in the background. But USGA personally attacked me, and I don't know how to feel. For all they know, you could have been listening to the broadcasts on the radio and were just re-talking about what you heard on the radio, and then the, the TV was just on in the background. That's what I'm saying. It just so happened to be where I was shooting because I had an allergic reaction to my face. Seriously. Yeah. So I didn't want to put my face on TV or on the camera mm -hmm. because of that thing I drank that day, and it really just ruined my... So now they're body shaming me? Oh. Mm. Oh. So are they out there policing all those people that are sitting in the gallery on their phones and stuff, too? And it's the same idea. You could have been sitting you know, behind the AT yeah, box. Shot it live. Yeah, exactly. And they're not even paying to right. watch it. I paid to watch this. <laughs> USGA. Unbelievable. Just wait, USGA. Wait until I retire from whatever I'm about to do. And then I get my ass in the fucking U.S. Open, and I win it, and I just shit on you. Just wait, wait until that happens. Hey, USG, hey, a couple words of advice. Pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. Mm -hmm. ever, ever heard of it? <laughs> ever heard of it? Honestly, though, I do not hold grudges. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no of course not. Nobody's ever known me to hold a grudge. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, in 10 years from now, train my dick off to make it into the U.S. Open just to shit on the USGA for this. Never in a million years would I do that. No, no. People that know me best know that I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't just potentially hang up everything I'm doing and just focus on golf to go win the U.S. Open next year so I could shit on the USGA. I wouldn't do that no at chance. all. No, no way not. would I do that. No, no. Of course not. Uh, you know, I would do that in a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> in their defense, it must suck to have celebrities and social media influencers watch your sport and then share entertaining clips that might that would suck. Cause someone to turn on the TV that didn't have the it on one before. relatable I mean, moment. Just, that what a suck. pain in the ass that must God. be. Hold on, let me read the exact infraction. It was a great tournament. 
It was. It was. It was a great tournament. It was a good tournament. Mm-hmm. Kepka moving the whole thing. Someone in here called Gary Woodland winning on Wednesday. I don't know who exactly it was, but somebody did. Who was it? It was Diggs. Yeah. <laughs> called it beforehand. Pretty did, incredible. Hold on. Did you just... You set up your own compliment to say it in third person. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. I want to let you know I respect that type I of I figured note. you might. In the report that I received via email from Twitter, the description of the infringement from the USGA is illegal disruption of the US Open broadcast. Oh, you disrupted the entire broadcast. I, I was watching. You didn't disrupt me. That's a bold <laughs> yeah. claim. I didn't notice anything. I didn't, yeah. uh, oh, so people, for a second? people stopped watching the actual broadcast to go to your Twitter to watch your broadcast. The 30 hours <laughs> of broadcast were disrupted by a 31-second video <laughs> with perfectly timed comedic timing in it. 30 hours of broadcast was illegally disrupted. Hilarious. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And the person's name is all over it that filed it. I mean, it's all over oh, I was wondering how you found that out. Well, it's all over it. They give the, I even have her email, by the way, which if I was a, a if I was an asshole, that would be an asshole move. I would never do it. I felt terrible. I mean, I shouldn't have even. It's just bad. It's just bad. I don't like them. I hate the USGA. You didn't deserve that. I didn't think so either. Mm-mm. And I feel like Twitter should have even responded like, lady. Right. Come like, on, lady. Like, he's one of our guys. Like, Karen. Like, he's one of our guys. Come on, Karen. Like, he's, he's a guy that is honestly just trying perpetual positivity from this guy on our platform. You know what I mean? Like, this guy is actually a traffic mover on this platform. You know what I mean? Yeah. This guy is much larger than the U.S. Open on this platform. Like, I wish Twitter maybe even got my back a little bit. You know what I mean? I wish would Twitter would have even got my back a little bit. I guess they can't. I guess they can't. Well, what if you took Gary Woodlands after he hit the, the birdie putt at 18, he did the old arm swing, and you put that up there, a great win and everything. Would it still be the same thing? I mean, I because... So. Probably. I would assume. It, it, yeah. it doesn't I feel matter. Like it was a personal attack for me. You gotta, there's other videos of this Patrick Reed thing on the internet. They specifically came directly after me. Well, the USGA. The USGA. Right. Showing one of their players breaking a club, whereas opposed to the, the flip side of that is a guy winning a tournament with his arms raised and an arm swing. Does that stay on if you pulled that? I'm saying. What I'm saying, though, is I'm not sure it matters because so the either. video of the snap is on other platforms yeah, it's still. It's on other people's. So this was a legit personal attack to me. You didn't say anything disparaging about no. Reed during the thing, did no. you? I didn't think so. Because like Gorman said. Never do. I wouldn't. <laughs> That's the, I never do. He seems like the kind of guy who would go to that social media coordinator and be like, oh, "I need this taken down immediately." Oh, this is too hilarious. Even if there wasn't anything disparaging, he might do that. Oh, so we think Patty Reed's because I'm thinking about now. And when Gorman said it, like if enough people mentioned him or tweeted it at him too, because they were probably like, "Oh, you gotta see this." He probably woke up the next day or saw it later that night. He might have went there and been like, "Hey, lady, get this out of here." I mean, that's pretty. I, I would leave it on. That's oh, pretty impressive think, for him. That's think, a steal. That's a. That's not graphite. That's that's steel. Like yeah. those those wedges are steel. Sure. Does Jr. have anything to say about that steel? That steel does not budge, Pat, <laughs> except when Pat Reed snaps it over his knee. So we're thinking Pat Reed maybe is public Just enemy number chance. another option on that's the table. Possible. Get him on the show. No. I, the last thing I'm going to do for a guy that tried to get me kicked off of Twitter <laughs> is give him a platform. Kick him off the tour, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
mean, he is a very well-known horse's ass. I could see him. I thought it made that. him relatable. I thought it made him good. Yeah. Yeah, and then him grabbing the flag as if he's going to make yeah. the next one <laughs> is even better. I mean, I just love it because it was on 18, right? I just love him do, snapping it on. If it was on 6, he'd be like, oh, I can't snap it yet. I need that club the whole rest <laughs> right. of the round. Yeah. Yeah. If you 18, can't get a new fuck it, I'll get a new one tomorrow. What? <laughs> you can't get a new one during the... No, no. no you you got to finish start with, with buddy. Start. And if it means anything, I still don't have an 8-iron. Because <laughs> I threw one mid-round into a pond. True. And it still gets me anytime I'm around 170, yeah, 165 yeah. to Perfect. 170. Yep. I get the little thing out, the little gun thing out, and I shoot, and it says 168. And I'm like, I literally don't have that club. <laughs> so I understand where he's coming from. I thought it was a relatable thing. I tried to promote it, but the USGA personally attacked I mean, me. Maybe, maybe he's an asshole. Maybe he would have hated it. But I also think he knew the cameras were on. Like he wouldn't have done it. It had to be a little bit of him. I would think they'd be like, no. "Oh, this is going to play." There's no way he had any idea he no. was doing that. That well, that is a full on freak out. I'm pissed off for sure. Part of the moment. Part of the absolutely. There's no thought through there. Fox was using it in their highlight packages too, so it yes. was okay. Yeah. So well, that's just. Oh, hold on though. I mean, in football, mm-hmm. they use the highlight packages of all the illegal hits. Right, so like if yeah. a guy gets blown up and in the head concussed, right. that's going to be in the next commercial highlight reel for sure. Mm-hmm. They love that type of well, maybe stuff, I- as they should. As they should, by the way. Definitely, Patty Reed doing that is one of the most relatable things a golfer has done in a long time. In a long time. I would say golfers are the most unrelatable humans, too. They are. Out of any sport. I like Gary Woodland, though, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've learned more and more about him here after winning. Athlete. Athlete, bro. He was just draining threes. Yeah. Rock chalk, Jayhawk out there. I, I like Gary Woodland a lot. I like Brooks Kepka. I think there's a nice young Brooks. group kind of coming through right now. Mm-hmm. That'll be good, but they better hope. USGA better hope. That I don't get good at golf and get up there. Do, <laughs> do you like at the end? Because I do. When like there's like they they showed like six or seven other golfers standing there on eighteen, ready to congratulate him when he comes off. His crew is standing there. I love it. Yeah, I don't know if I that's his too. crew or not. I don't know if they're they boys. said his boys in the broadcast. I love it. I I enjoy the thought of a guy winning for the first time and everybody being like, "Hey, this is a good guy that mm-hmm. got it." You know what I mean? Because right. when Patty Reed won, I wonder how many people stuck around. To I don't think it. any. <laughs> Maybe Bubba. <laughs> Bubba likes him. I don't know. They're both dickheads. Yeah, Bubba's a horse's ass too. So what that makes sense? Oh yeah. All I've ever heard is Bubba never used a trainer. He's his own golfer, and he had that um that uh the, the, p- the pink driver. All those are the true. And the hoverboard. Oh, the yeah. hovercraft. All those are facts. Oh. And he was part of that rap group. Yeah. Fact. Oh yeah. So I thought he was like a good guy. Apparently, he could be a dick. Apparently, I don't know enough about golf either. <laughs> shame, shame on him, dude, because if you're named Bubba, you're supposed to be a good-ass fucking time. Great time. I mean, it well, it seems like a great time, but also can be a dick. Okay. All right. Other things happened, though, this weekend. Bigger than golf. Okay, what? O.J. Simpson joined. Oh, oh boy. boy. No way it's real. Does anyone else get a very weird It's definitely scary, real. What are you talking about? It's literally a video vibe. of the guy. It was definitely what real. What? Multiple videos, by the way. Yeah. And that was <laughs> so fake. him, too. He lives in such denial. Dude, so scary. It was a very eerie. He said, I got some getting even to do. Yeah, I was like, what? God, bl- line. God bless and take care. Oh, yeah. Well, really, take care after hearing a double murderer say he's got some getting We're even. All sleeping better tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he's got vengeance on his mind. So, so the last time he needed to get even, he showed up at a hotel with guns, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The time before that he had to get even, he showed up at a house with knives, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big one. So what's he going to do on Twitter? I, I honestly don't know what he's going to do. What's he going to do? He's going to DMCA everybody? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that just gave me. I feel real good. About it. I feel real good about it. It was interesting. His lawyer, by the way, I uh, obviously I checked out who OJ was following. Okay. 
His poor son, by the way, is a real estate yeah. agent in Florida. Yep. Every tweet that guy's put out for the last month has now just been fucking bamboozled with people like, yeah, your dad's a murderer. Your dad's a murderer. Nobody even knew he existed until OJ decided to follow him. So OJ's ruining his kid's life again somehow. A lot of people think his son was actually the one who committed the murder. The one that disappeared, though, wasn't this one. Okay, he's he's multiple sons. I did not know that. Yeah, he has another son that disappeared. There's an entire theory I looked into. There's another son that went missing. They're saying he's the one that did the murder, and OJ actually told him to get out of here and kind of drove the other direction. So I have heard that theory. But yes. in this situation, Nick didn't know that. Nick just assumes real estate son is the one that yeah. maybe killed a guy. Because he followed, yeah. he only followed yes. a certain amount. He followed the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Bills Mafia is like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> People had forgot. <laughs> then he followed the ESPN, I believe, the NFL, and then he followed this lawyer from Las Vegas. And the lawyer was bragging about how many followers OJ had on his Twitter account. So he was like uh, something about, he called people like losers almost, like for OJ dominating Twitter or something. I I think they're pretty confused about what's happening here. OJ, I would assume, thinks that he's doing Twitter right here because he's probably got like 300,000 followers, 400,000 followers now at this point. Mm -hmm. And all people are doing is we never really got an opportunity to follow a murderer before. (laughs) So now we're getting a chance to really see it in real time. I did not choose to follow because I don't want that in my timeline. I don't want people to see that I follow him. I've had to unfollow other people because I just don't want to be associated with it. But the 400,000 people that have followed OJ Simpson, I think OJ thinks it's because they're genuinely interested in him. It's just the fact that murderers are a genuinely intriguing thing in our world today. Yeah, but that's exactly why he thinks. That's exactly oh, yeah. how his brain works. He's like, oh, I'm, just, I'm killing it on Twitter. Anyway. How can you? Oh, oh, no <laughs> I didn't even mean it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's up to 670. Yeah. 670,000 followers. He's like, oh, these people love me. Yes, yeah. that's exactly Thanks what Thanks for thinks. the support. You know, yeah. like that. Like, no, bro. We're just watching for a train wreck. So yeah. if Twitter takes you off for a video oh. for USGA, <laughs> how does Twitter... Twitter say, okay, we're going to let a guy, I know what the what the verdict read, I understand it, but he did serve time, he is a felon, obviously all that stuff, that they can say, hey, we're just not going to have you on the platform. Cosby's tweeting this weekend, too. Yeah, oh, that's true. Did you see his hashtag? True. Oh, yeah. America's favorite dad. Hashtag America's favorite dad. Yes. <laughs> Cosby, OJ, these guys had no problems this weekend on Twitter. Me. I get, <laughs> I get locked out of my account. For making a funny. For making a funny. This is unbelievable. We live in a wild time here in 2019. The best reply to that Cosby tweet was uh, the guy that put the the gif of Robin Williams from Jumanji said, what year is it? (laughs) 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 Who took the job to be Bill Cosby's social media manager while he's in prison, by the way? Because they've been tweeting for a while. I looked today. People kept saying it's his wife, and then, I don't know. It was just like a bunch of jury decisions and shit like that. The best thing about OJ, too, though, is he's using it like it's like the Cameo app. He's not even tweeting. He's just putting videos out to people. That's because he wants everybody to see him. Yeah. Ain't that kind of what OJ's He's trying to get that blue badge. He speaks so... I don't know. It's it's it actually it scares me to to watch him speak. It just I get like an eerie feeling when That's I watch him. That's his charismatic speak. bullshit. Man. Yeah, dude, it's fucking Ted Bundy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when he put exactly. out that video of if I had done it, this is how I would have done it. Thing. Oh. That's the scariest, <laughs> most horrific thing I've ever seen in my life. Also, he put out another video too where he talked about denying uh, having relations with Chris Jenner, yeah. but he never actually said that. He denied. Uh, romantic interest that they were interested in each other. He never denied breaking that bitch in a hot tub. (laughs) For those that don't know what is referring to an oldest, it's not his words. It was an assistant, a former assistant of OJ's words. Allegedly his words. 
Yes. An assistant of OJ was in a limo with OJ back in the day. And OJ told the assistant that he was on a trip with Nicole, his, the, the wife he murdered eventually, and Rob Kardashian and Kris Jenner. Chris Kardashian at the time, they were on a vacation. They were in a hot tub. Rob and Nicole both went to bed. And then his exact words to the assistant were, I broke that bitch. Uh, he actually fornicated with Chris Jenner so hard, he broke her back. Oh, She asked him to take her to the hospital, and he said, have Rob take you. <laughs> this is the assistant story about working with OJ, I assume in a book talking about his life as O.J. Simpson's assistant. He came out and said that he was never romantically interested in Chris Jenner. So it doesn't put the theory to bed. <laughs> no, no. He did Picking say that Chloe is not his daughter. He said that as well in the video. How? Uh, which, just, did they 23? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that that was the... Because his whole purpose of getting on Twitter was to respond to and correct some things, and that was the first thing that he decided he needed to correct. Well, I'm happy he corrected that because that is something that a lot of people have said. Mm -hmm. I never believed it, by the way. I never thought OJ was Chloe's dad. Well, now that he said he did do it, I believe it a thousand times more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it solidified my case. OJ would not lie on Twitter. No, 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 no. No, no way. OJ would not lie on Twitter. Maybe under oath, but not on fucking Twitter. People forget Gorman golf with OJ. Yeah. No, I did oh, not. Yeah, yeah you yeah. did. Yeah, you we did. Quit saying that. No, you, you did. golfed with OJ. I did not. I was on the course that he was on at the same time, and he and he played through us. So, yeah. so you golfed with him. You golfed. So you golfed with him. Yeah. I mean, maybe we waved him up, let him go through. Yeah, you, you, you golfed him. better. He's a slasher. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I was watching. I watched his approach. Bit of a slasher off the tee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like A little bit. A little something. What'd you say no for? Everybody laughed. He just figured the general public yeah. maybe wasn't. <laughs> I'm gonna get one of them Gormans. I don't know what we call them on Twitter. Saying, "Oh, you said uh, nobody laughed. I laughed." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take a fucking hike, pal. <laughs> Uh, today's show has been magical. The only way it can get better is a reading from Bad Mood Zito. I'm going to be honest with you. I, according to the FBI, the average loss in burglary in over $2,000, that could be hard to recover from. Yeah, yeah, it can. You're telling me. Yes. I don't know if that first sentence is going to be easy to recover from. <laughs> <laughs> I could choose a different one. <laughs> choose your own path, Alfred. Uh Yeah, it's like A or B. There are over two million burglaries reported every year. That's one every thirteen seconds. Wow! wow. Whoa! That's a lot. Wow. And you know what's crazy? What? What's that? Is that only in in only <laughs> one in five homes have home security? Wow. Oh, that is crazy! Oh, that is crazy. I know. Maybe because most companies really don't make it easy. Yeah. I'm going to talk about uh, something about these cameras that they have. Let's yeah, do it. You are. You, you've been talking about them all day, so I'm happy you're oh. going to talk about them. I'm going to tell you right now, it, it is not expensive. Nope. No. Really? It is no hassle. What hassle is free. What it's is hassle it? hassle free. That's why, because Simply Safe is the top choice. <laughs> sounds like you might have missed a couple things in there. but <laughs> Yeah, I was supposed to talk about other companies. Before, <laughs> not as before good as Simply Safe. Safe. The other companies yeah. are all a scam. Exactly. They're overcharging, under delivering. Exactly. The thing about Simply Safe, overperforming, under 
charging. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Simply Safe protects your whole home, every window, room, and door with 24/7 monitoring for just a fraction of the cost. Wow. wow. Oh, yeah. nice. Love Their fractions. police dispatch is up to 3.5 times faster because they use video verification. Oh, that's good. Oh. Good, good. Oh, good yeah. news. There's Oh. Oh yeah. There's no contract, hidden fees, or fine prints. It's uh, designed to blend right into your home. No wires, no drilling. It's easy to order, and it's easy to set up, usually in under an hour. We wow. have it at the office. We do. Mm-hmm. I have it at my house. Mm-hmm. The pub has it. I got it. Diggs got it. Mm-hmm. Todd Todd's and Billy it. have yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's easy to set up. We're a bunch of dummies, and it's easy to set up. Hassle-free. Hassle-free. Yeah. Simply Safe has won a ton of rewards from CNET. Oh. To the New York Times wire cutter. That's, oh, you know. that's, that's, you know. that's significant. Wow. Yeah. Well, that wire cutter, they're not just handing out awards. No. 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 You got to no, do no, something no, to get no. that award. You got to yeah. do something about it. Prices are always fair and honest. Around the clock monitoring is just $15 a month. That's easy. I'm going to call to action right here. Visit <laughs> simplysafe.com slash McAfee. You will get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Nothing. 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 Go now. And be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash McAfee so they know our show sent you. That a boy, Zito. Hey, that's simplysafe.com slash McAfee. And why, what do you get? You get um, free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. Oh, There's two re- months to see if you like it. Oh, just two months to Risk see free. if you love security, yeah. if you love being comfortable, and when you lay your head down at night, you absolutely love the thought that you're being looked over by the greatest in home security from your friends at Simply Safe. Great read by Zito. You look good, Zito. Thank you. You've been oddly quiet all day today. I don't know if it's because you're in a bad mood or because you're tired. Sore. Sore. He didn't take the chiropractor well. I did not. It kind of messed my day up. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty dollars just ruined my day. <laughs> Could use that fifty dollars for something else. It's 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 very conceivable you have more toxins to be released in your bloodstream than the rest of us. So maybe we had a chiropractor come through the office today. I need to get I need to get realigned there. I do it like once a month, once every other month. Found a guy on the internet who's been trying to become my chiropractor. I said, "Hey, why don't you come to the office, man?" Forced Evan Foxy to do it. Foxy liked it. <laughs> it was awesome. Todd did it. Billy Amazing. did it. Amazing. Diggs did it. So great. Zito Hop Diner. Not good. Ruined his day. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, probably the second time is be better. The first time is always rough. Oh, you're going to go back? Yeah, I'm going to give it a try again. I don't know, because this is like the um, the weight loss challenge thing, where everybody gets so miserable, where I don't want to do it again. Mm. You, this is happening. Like, you have been so miserable today. I do not want to deal with it again. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to let you even to come close to that table if he comes back. Honestly, it's ruined your day. I feel like we have to give it a second try, though. Yeah. Yeah, but what about us, though? Like, You know what I mean? Like, what about us? I've enjoyed it. That he's been miserable? Yes. Thanks. <laughs> well, it might be that. You would rather have cigars eat fucking bebop yes. around here? <laughs> I love cigars. Best seat. I, I mean, like cigar eat better than this one. This guy, he lashed out at me. Dude, he's been miserable. Literally, it's, it's like it's like weight loss Zeta again is back. Dude, he's been rolling around for a, a week with that roll-on CBD icy hot <laughs> stuff all over his body. Pat brings in a professional chiropractor yeah. to take care of you, and you're miserable. Miserable, man. I, I'm worried about him. He's been in pain though the kid's been battling over there he's got a nasa jacket on <laughs> flag upside up 
upside up. <laughs> that is 100% accurate. That is somehow you found a way to describe something accurately without using real words. That's incredible. Did your parents try to hypnotize you again when you went home this weekend? No, they did not. Will you be back tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be back. I'm going to put some Icy Hot tonight. Maybe eat a hot dog. <laughs> Get yourself back to, I mean, <laughs> back to normal. Are you, are you going to stream for 25 hours until tomorrow? And then? Uh, no, I'm limiting it down to eight. Hey, oh, boy. So oh, right now, you're, you're miserable, and you're going to go sit up in a chair because your body is sore. Yeah. Just sit down for the next eight hours talking to your 17 Certainly. friends on there. And oh, yeah. just see, you're going to come back tomorrow, be bopping around. Cigar Zed is back tomorrow. Cigar Zed's back tomorrow. The recommended amount of hours that you're supposed to sleep throughout the night, Zito will take that time to sleep <laughs> <and> stream, <laughs> and he will be back and it's tomorrow. Cur- it's currently 6 p.m., so at yeah. least till 3, p- 3 a.m.? I will tell you, though, I really want to invent a machine that massages my hands. I know. I figured he wouldn't get started till Click seven. math, everybody. Dicks. What's that you said? I want to uh, create a machine that massages my hands. My hands have been hurting a lot. They got those. You're worried about the carpal tunnel. Yeah. on Because you've been streaming so much. Go yeah, get yourself a manicure. Go get yourself a manicure. Do you get a free massage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. take the sea salt, too. You want the sea oh, salt. Yeah. yeah. They the offer the sea salt. You take the sea salt. <laughs> Sodium overload, though. <laughs> You're not supposed to eat it. fucking licking his fingers. So you want to eat it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I asked for the sea salt. What are you wiping it off? <laughs> <laughs> Any ranch? <laughs> <laughs> like the Hidden Valley. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to see you back tomorrow, Cigar Z. I know, I can't wait. If you could please send tweets of encouragement to get Cigar Z back, we would all appreciate it because Z's one of the most electric figures on earth whenever he's an electric figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it's the other way, man. It really feels like it's tight. Like yeah. I, I'm, almost, it's like a kid is like he lost his dog. It's yeah. very sad to be around. I don't like it. I'm gonna go out there and find that fucking dog. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you're Ooh. director of morale. Yes, I am. What happens when morale's down on the director of morale? Who's the assistant director of morale? We don't have one. Yeah, we didn't think we needed one. So we well, brought- I think Hillsy is like the backup, and then cigar <laughs> seats like the lead. <laughs> We've got none of them. Road trip seat, third in command. Yasiel Puig seat, fifth in command. I haven't met Yasiel Puig seat. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to that. <laughs> Good baseball player. <laughs> Let's get back to this great show. Another awesome thing happened this weekend. An absolute legend amongst us. Mr. James Ursay turned 60. Owner of the Colts turned 60 last Thursday. Uh, I forgot to wish him a happy birthday on the last podcast, so go ahead and let me say this. Happy belated birthday from all of PMI to Jim Ursay. Literally, without you, none of this is possible. (laughs) (laughs) He had a birthday party this weekend that Jeffrey Gorman was invited to. I'm excited to hear about it. Mr. Gorman, how was the 60th birthday party for one of the biggest legends to ever exist on planet Earth? Great time. In a nutshell, great time. Where was it? It was at his house. At his house. Okay, a mansion, obviously. The big house, they call it. The big house. And it's raining. I mean, like... The sky's opening up when we all get there around 6. This is Saturday. There was tornado yeah. watches yeah. and so warnings all, going all over the place. So you knew it was going to be good when you pull up and you can't get close to the door because there's a lot of cars there and the valet services there. Got it. But the valet runs out. He's got his umbrella. 
He says, I'll be escorting you inside, then parking your vehicle. <laughs> no, oh, classy operation. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So nice, you know, 25-yard walk in the rain under the umbrella. Then the kid sprints back. I take the umbrella, shake it off, do that whole thing, walk right in. Two people in my face as soon as I walk in. Shrimp cocktail, beef tartare. Okay, oh, so nice. this is like Ace Ventura, pet detective, when they walk into that party looking for <laughs> Snowflake in a potential... Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah. that's exactly what we're that's walking it. into. So I am, what are you wearing? I got it's. It was called Jim Irsay Casual. That's what they wanted everybody to wear. So, however, you took that slippers. Uh, no, there wasn't anybody. <laughs> nobody was. Doesn't how are you supposed to take that? He normally wears slip a slip on, not a slipper, but a slip on shoe. Oh, a house yeah. shoe. Yeah, he has a house shoe. He wears mm. house shoes with black pants. Is normally how I see him. Dress like, pants. Yeah. Eh, they're like a sweat dress. Like a, they're, <laughs> like they're a pl- nice. Uh, what's that line called? The yoga line. Oh, yeah, You know, yeah, yeah. Okay, so how did you dress? How did you take? Oh, I went jeans, nice shirt, collared, unbuttoned. You know, nice black. I knew, you know, just like that. So I walk in. And, and I'm like, okay, well, let's see what we got here. So you walk in, and you're funneled into the in the kitchen area, but it's not a kitchen area like a normal one. It's yeah. a warehouse. Yes. <laughs> so you're there. There's food and appetizers all around, people walking around with everything. And then you see uh, – then they direct you. Out the back through the patio, you'll see the tunnels – for the tents. Okay. <laughs> so the, they tunneled everything off. So if you took this tunnel, you went to the right. If you took this tunnel, you went to the left. If you stayed straight, you went to the straight. And it opened up into a big dance area. They had a dance floor that was over the pool. Oh. Classic. You know See-through? I mean? See-through. Oh, with a light show in oh, the yeah. pool? Yeah. So oh, you had that. God. Then you had a stage up there. And then in the other tent to the left, they had more food that you, you could choke every one of Hogan's goats. <laughs> I mean, every one of them, there's enough food there to choke For a goat. For those listening that are under the age of 60, uh, enough food to choke a goat is an old school saying yeah. of there's a shit ton there's of a, food. Just a shitload of food uh, okay. there, okay? So you're going around 12, 15 maybe big screen TVs on the side of the tent and everywhere you looked, they did it right. They had a... Uh, Playing the open? Uh, no, one of those TVs did that everybody was watching, but the open was on in the background. But what they had was on a loop and all the pictures of him as a ball boy at, at Baltimore Colts camp back in the okay. day. Him with his dad, him with Burt Jones, him with you know all the old guys and all these great pictures. Him on the golf course, him lifting weights, him just a great loop of, of stuff. So SMU that was stuff. Absolutely. Everything was there. The girls when they were younger, you know, everything. So it was great. So... We're just kind of hobnobbing around there saying, hey, who's who? Who's going to be here? Because we knew there was going to be a big comedian there and a big musical guest. Yep. So I kind of got a little bit of wind beforehand, but I muzzled myself. Yeah, as you should. Let other people be surprised. What a gentleman by you. I muzzled myself. I had no idea. Okay. So I'm out there and I'm walking through. What time's the uh, comedian going up? All right. Yeah. Oh, the comedian will be up in 15 minutes. Hey, we're going to eat. Uh, or no, this is, you know, everybody's hobnobbing. Hey, it's going it's to be time to eat. Let's start the lines up there. We got two lines. It'll go quick. Anything you want. A- anything you want. Filet mignon. Oh. Ribeye. Oh. Strip steak. Hello. Lobster. Hello. Fresh floating crabs from Baltimore area. You know, just all. Just Nachos with cheese? Anything. You got it. That's, that's still in the kitchen. That's whatever okay. you want is in there. You oh, know? That's on me. One, two, three, four, five bars open and running, ready to roll, everything. So you're hobnobbing. Hey, how you doing? One of my heroes came. He was there, Mike Mills from REM, who's a uh, bass player for the band, mm. who I've gotten to know through the years. Love the guy. Any Always- former players there? Uh, no former players, but video, um, a lot of video tributes that I'll get to. Great video tributes, awesome. you know. So we're getting there, and everybody's getting fired up. Hey, the comedian's coming on. Hey, everybody eat, you know, do what you want to do. But that was nice. It was nice and loose and free, and Ursay was holding court in the middle of, like, the dance floor area. 
um, because the dance floor was opening up after the accident. Was he dancing thing. or no? No, no, no. He was just sitting down. And Were he you? Was there. Not, dancing? Yeah. Not yet. Okay. So everybody's going up there. Hey, boss. Hey, how you doing? Great to see you. Every Happy so that birthday. it was wonderful. Yeah, people watching them coming in, then everybody have their moment and stuff, and then the comedian comes up. All right. Like who is it? Who is it? Who is it? The comedian sees me peering. He's behind stage. I'm off to the left. I'm not on the dance floor left. I'm talking over there. He peers around the corner and catches my eye and gives me a... Come here. Yeah. He gives kind you of, the come here. Kind of a kind of like a come here. Not not so much like come here. It was more like, hey, I'm, I'm here. This was, in the, <laughs> this was in the dancing tent? This is... Yeah, this is in the... But this is behind the screen, like yeah, yeah, right yeah. next to the stage. So I go up and say, hey, I got to go say hi to the comedian. Yep. Frank... Caliendo. <laughs> Franklin Caliendo. Why? Uh, yes. Why, you ask? Yes. Because he is one of Ursay's favorites to get up there and listen to him do John Madden, him nice. do Charles Barkley, him do. Oh my so, God. So Caliendo knew that and he knew which ones to hit. And of course, he hit all the, the greats, you know, all the great stuff. And everybody's saying, Do you do Mr. Ursay? Do you do Mr. Ursay? And he's like, No, not yet. You know, I, we, I, I, more time talk with him, I might get it. But he was great. He was up there for an hour. All right, quick question. Yeah. While Caliendo's up there doing it, is yeah. everybody sitting down watching Sitting him? down. Okay. Sitting down. So everybody oh, really? eats and then comes in, they sit and down. And they sit down, standing up in the back. Some people going out and getting the bar, you know, hitting the bar, coming back in. So it was nice and loosey-goosey. Everybody was Frank there. <laughs> but he is there. And we there, didn't guess him. We did not guess there him. Is, no. There is one man. Seinfeld. We guessed him. the biggest comedian. Frank Caliendo. Oh, by the way, very Big talented. Yeah. Very, very talented. Guy. So there's one guy who's howling in the back. <laughs> I mean, howling, like buckled over, belly laughing in the back. He's a head coach in the NFL. His name is Frank Wright. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, I'm going to fast forward to after Caliendo's gone and after the entertainment after Caliendo was done. Okay. I run into Frank Wright. Who was the entertainment after Frank Caliendo? Well, I'm not there yet. Well, you just said <laughs> well, you're going to fast forward past. But uh, no, I got to fast forward and then I'll come back. Oh, okay. Frank was leaving. All right. Frank was leaving. Great story about Frank. OTAs are done on Thursday. Shoo, hit the hit the road, man. Yeah. You got six weeks to get. Legit, there is screeching sounds in the parking lot <laughs> after OTAs are over, and it's not the players. You got to get out. Yeah, it is the coaches coach. getting the fuck out. Unless you're invited to your boss's birthday party <laughs> on Saturday, that may change the plans up a little bit. Anyway, I, I caught Frank Wright going on. Hey, coach, what's going on? Hey, Gorman, what's going on? And he's like, I'm like, man, you like that Frank Caliendo? We saw you laughing. He's like. I've never heard him before. Oh, really? I'm like, wait a second. You know, he does. He goes, I take that back. I saw him do Gruden one time, but that was it. And I and I laugh. He's dying laughing. Like his stomach. He comes up and says, my stomach is still hurting. Listening to Morgan Freeman, Charles Barkley, everybody that he did over and over and Gruden. And he put, you know, he'd bring this. He'd put them together. You know, having yeah, a conversation yeah, and stuff the way Frank does. But Frank Reich was just like done. He was like, I can't believe this. He's like. When am I ever going to see this guy? I heard he was on NFL Fox. Somebody told me I'm not watching pregame. I'm on the field. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't watch a lot of TV right there. And if I am watching TV, it's usually film. So I'm, I mean, that's his mentality. But he was giddy. I mean, like he was doing backflips, awesome. loving it. So anyway, Frank's done. We go. Okay, who's the who's the the musical act? Just for future reference, could have just snuck that in there mm-hmm. without having to fast forward. We, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I was at the party, so just let me do that. <laughs> so. 
So we're waiting. More, you know, there's some, uh, uh, they, they say, hey, we're going to cut the birthday cake. Everybody have a thing. We're going to sing to Mr. Birthday, and then the entertainment's going to come up. All right, boom, great cakes. He had three of them. He had three of them. I mean, three gigantic, huge cakes Let's and everything. Go. Pictures, cutting, everybody getting there. Was Seems anybody from much. those cake wars there? No, no, but they look like, these cakes look like they were made for like, I mean, he had a bass drum that was like this big, a bass drum that you kick with your foot. they made it. And it was made. I mean, it was oh, all it was all icing and all. So it was that's wonderful. not too much. Nick, he's a billionaire. He turned sixty. Nobody thought much. Jim Mercy was going to make it to sixty. That's, good. that's a good point. Yes, I would have had three bass drums. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And and a good I would have the whole yeah. set. I would have oh, two yeah. fucking bands. Too much. <laughs> and, a, and a drummer. That's a billionaire. What do you mean? So he's got. I would have had a fucking drummer cake. I would have had one cake, maybe. Hey, you're not a billionaire. <laughs> Named Jimmers? Or a party thrower, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Anyway, no, sorry. So he had humility. A, we had great cakes and all that stuff, so that's going on. And he had a bunch of his, his boyhood, like who guys he grew up with were there. Okay. And, and you know, men and women alike that he grew up with and stuff that are friends. So it was nice seeing them. I had seen them here and there through the past couple of years and stuff, but... We all sang happy birthday, and he said, oh, it's great to be here. I get these old memories, and the guy we're going to listen to next, you know, you and I, Steve, you and I used to smoke weed in the back listening to this guy and stuff like that. So it was good. Everybody's like, who is it going to be? Who's it going to be? So we fast forward, not fast forward, but hey, everybody, act starting. It's going to be on for an hour or so. Fast forward. All right. So we sit down. Some people stand up. Same thing. Out comes half. Of Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Art Garfunkel. Art Garfunkel? Oh. Art Garfunkel. No Simon? No Simon. That's a bit of a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a story behind it. Is no, Simon dead? I no, like but they, with no, no, but they just have never talked since they split up. So, I mean, it's like that Simon yeah, and Garfunkel reuniting is yeah. not going to happen. Not even for Ursay. Not even for Ursay. But it was great. Art, Funkel, Art Garfunkel gets up there, sing, goes through the whole hits, all the hits. What I mean, is uh, Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> hits? Sound of silence. The sounds of silence. Hello, Hello darkness, darkness, my old friend. friend. Yeah. Or how about this one? <laughs> like a bridge over troubled water, I will. Okay, you got to grow up a little bit. <laughs> I mean, you, are you, uh, those I, are I got some a, old songs. Coo 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 choo, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Robinson. Yep. Jesus loves you more than you would know. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Parsley saved rose. <laughs> the boxer. I'm just a boxer and my story's empty. Yeah. And by the way, the whole party when he sang that was wham. And I'll get back to this now. <laughs> Mr. Ursay said, listen, these guys changed my life. When I heard them, Art Garfunkel, obviously one of the great singers that we've had of a great duo, and said it means a lot to me that these guys were here, and they were part of my youth in my uh, you know, it's adulthood. La-da-da, awesome. everything. About 11.30 comes around. Art's done. He's going around. People start backslapping, hobnobbing a little bit like that. Boss man says, all right, I'm having a tour. Anybody that wants it, we're going to the memorabilia room. So oh, every, yeah, everybody lined up. I kind of a cool deal. Fuck out. They go <laughs> it goes down the stairs. He cracks open the memorabilia room. Everybody looking at the instruments, all the Hollywood.
Hollywood stuff, all the musical stuff and everything. So it was really great. And then everybody, you know, kind of wrapped it up. Everybody ran out to the car. Again, escorted out to your car with an umbrella because it was still raining. Hope you had a great evening. That was it in a nutshell. But so it was first class the entire Oh, class. the whole thing was wow. first class. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. Good for Jim. Happy birthday, yeah, Jim Mercer. So the video tributes all, yeah. all the greats. Uh, I didn't see yours on there. Mm, wasn't invited. What the hell happened there? <laughs> but we had punter of all time. We had Reggie on there. Had Peyton on there. Had Burt Jones on there. I think the commish was on there. I think who, who else? What did the commish say? Tony Dungy was on there. Happy birthday, like everybody did. Tony Dungy was there. Dallas Clark made it. Huh. Uh, I think Tarek Glenn was on it. Oh. Edger and James posted up. Hey, yeah, I love. And Edger that's his James. guy. That's his guy. So anyway, Edger and James also yeah. my guy. Good follow on <laughs> yeah. Twitter or so, on Instagram. So it was really cool. Everything. Every and it wasn't big. There was like sixty people total. They wanted to keep oh, it that's sort, of, cool. sort of small, but so much room. So it wasn't like you're you know so much, the house is huge anyway. And then tent village that they opened up was even bigger. So it was you could move freely. You know, no problems. That's it was, awesome. It was really a great time. He Can, he really enjoyed it. You could tell that was what everybody was at. like. He was laughing the whole time when Caliendo was up there singing along when Far- Garfunkel singing and stuff like that and yeah. <laughs> yeah it was great I love him great night good for you good for Jim Irsay yeah. turning 60 that's absolutely awesome and bobbleheads for all the guests uh, Jim Irsay bobbleheads yes Hilarious. Jim Irsay bobbleheads I love it of course oh. well all of them were autographed yeah huh. well coach I, I mean it was just me I mean what do you want me to grab six of them I mean <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I could probably help you out on the back. Yeah, I got. If I could get it, I mean, I got uh, an aggro crag here. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I'll tell you this. I know a guy who knows a guy who knows where a couple other other of those bobblehead boxes are. I got you. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, hey, I do all- like that move: having a birthday party and giving all the guests gifts. Yes. I think he gave a lot of gifts there. They got a free Frank Caliendo show, yes. a free Garfunkel show, and a tour of shit that's probably worth close to $100 million. Probably, worth. probably six five-star meals, too. Yeah, yeah. If I had to guess. Imagine if Paul Simon was there, though, and he plays You Can Be My Bodyguard. Oh, boy. Wow. I could be your long lost <laughs> That's that guy? Yeah. Yep. That's Paul Simon. Oh. I can call you Betty. And Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. You can call me Oh, I got a fun one, and then I'll shut up about Thursday party. No, no. Keep what coming. do you get a billionaire that doesn't uh, has a need for nothing for anything? He has not a gift card. Just love. That's it. Time and love is the best thing that you get to him. But I did get him a gift. What'd you get? I say, and like, what do I get this guy? Now he calls me we, for some reason. Him and I have called each other. Pardsy. You know, there's Pardsy, there's Pards, there's Sonny, there's Sonny Boy. There's so, so a lot of Sonny Boys are thrown around there. Sonny Boy, I'll tell you this much, Sonny Boy. Well, Sonny Boy, I'll tell you this much. You know, stuff like that. Yep. So I got him a great blues harmonica from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Sonny Boy Williamson. I got him a Sonny Boy Williamson t-shirt, black in color, his favorite. It's got a picture of him blowing the uh, harmonica, and it says on top, Sonny Boy underneath Williamson. So, yeah. Yeah. so you know, I think you might. I think you might. I think you might use that. I don't That's know. That's cute. The like, harmonica or the shirt? The shirt. Just the, <laughs> I you got him a harmonica. I didn't get him a harmonica. No, oh, I but just, oh, you got oh, a shirt. I just got him a t-shirt. No, I just got. Oh, my, I, got, got a I got him a, a thirty-dollar t-shirt. Yes, I, that was the best I could. I do. thought you tracked down an actual <laughs> Sonny Williams harmonica. I mean, that would have been a good. No, it's a t-shirt. Yeah, no, he's been long dead from there. And plus, I you know I probably can't afford Sonny Williamson's <laughs> old harmonicas. I but. would like to say you did have one flaw in there. 
Harmonicas are both blown and sucked. Mm. Okay. So, That's true. Well, something yeah. I remember. Yep. Well, I know one thing. He's not going to be sucking on any harmonicas because I didn't get him in. Right? <laughs> well, and Sonny Boy ain't sucking on any more because he's, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today. We really covered everything. We're so thankful for you. Ty Schmidt, hit the music. Why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot of redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight. Far away, my well-lit door. Just a beer melon, beer melon. Get these mutts away from me, you know. I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long lost pal. I can call you Betty, Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. A man walks down the street, he says, Why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention, and all my nights are so long. Where's my wife and family? What if I die here? Who'll be my role model now that my role model is gone, gone? He ducked back down the alley with some roly-poly little bat-faced girl. All along, along, there were incidents and accidents. There were hints and allegations. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be a long-lost pal. I can call you Betty, and Betty, when you call me, Mm-hmm. He looks around, around, he sees angels in the architecture.